0: This is Spin Control, a Fiber Craft podcast by a Joyful Girl. Spin, turn a spinning wheel. Make me some of your magic thread. Spin. Hello everybody. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 148. Nothing. In this episode, I've got some knitting and spinning, a little tale for you about nothing. I'm all spun up about my vision, but of course, we will kick this all off with some updates. Today is January 2nd, 2024, which means I am here and I survived all of the holidays. (laughs) And if you are listening, that means you did too. And hopefully we all came out of it relatively unscathed. Uh, We actually had a really good time. We hosted our big Christmas Eve brunch. There were about 30 people here. The place was packed. The boys' master plan was to make made-to-order omelets on the back porch in the sun out of the way so that everybody could mingle around in the house. However, it was like five degrees outside. So he truly red-necked it up and set up the grill in the garage next to a portable heater and made made made-to-order omelets out in the garage. It was pretty cool, pretty successful. We had a lot of folks here. It was pretty amazing. We had some repeat visitors. We hosted a Thanksgiving thing too. And we had several of the boys' coworkers, most of which are young enlisted folks who had no place to go for the holidays and apparently we did a good job the first time because they came back for brunch and stayed and played games and we had a really good time and they're all folks that are somewhere between uh, bird's age and younger even younger than nitty-bitty which is just crazy but yeah it was good i'm glad you could host them and i'm glad they had a good time and hung out and had some place to go during the holiday season so that was pretty cool uh both Girls were able to stay through Christmas, which was awesome. Itty bitty had to head back a day early, back to Wyoming earlier than she expected, because we had a blizzard warning. Dun, dun, dun. It wasn't terrible weather, but it was definitely blowing snow, low visibility, and I'm glad that she was able to get back before, you know, the roads got treacherous or anything like that. So everybody came, we had a good time, it was a lot of fun. And I'm glad we survived. (laughs) Hopefully you all had a joyous holiday season. And in true tradition, for New Year's Eve, uh, the boy and I hosted at midnight, Ireland time, which is 5 p.m. Mountain (laughs) Time, and then went home and watched movies and chilled out. And we're in bed by 10 p.m. And we're totally okay with that. And it was a lot of fun. And on New Year's Day, neither of us had to work, We ate charcuterie and had mimosas and stayed in our pajamas all day. It was pretty fantastic and totally uneventful, which is kind of the way I like things. What else has been going on? So the whole sinus issue, I finally made it to the ENT and he confirmed my suspicions. And sometime in the next 30 days or so, I will be having a functional endoscopic sinus surgery where. He'll go in and clean everything out and unblock all my sinuses and relieve my pain, which will be amazing. And I'm super excited about that. So uh, nobody wants to have surgery, but I think I will come out on the back end a lot better off than I am right now. So of course, that's something to look forward to. Don't have an exact date scheduled yet. I'm hoping like I kind of have some a window of time that will be perfect for me. And hopefully that works in with getting the surgery approved with insurance and all that garbage so keep your fingers crossed for me and i probably won't record again until after that maybe before depending on how late in the month of january that surgery falls so we'll see how that goes all right and because this is the new year let's talk about what happened last year so last year i declared i declared last year the year of spinning with intent they did i just didn't do very much of it i think that 2024 is gonna be two things for me. It's gonna be the year of fleece and it's gonna be the year of spinning regularly. Even if it's just 15 to 30 minutes a day, I would like to see how much I can actually get accomplished if I actually get down to a real daily spinning habit. And it needs to be the year of fleece because I have so many fleece in this house. But i need to reconcile my fleece stash at a bare minimum i need to clean all my fleece even if that doesn't mean fully processing them and making sure they are ready to like ready to spin i want to get them all clean and i need to determine a disposition for all of the alpaca seconds and thirds that i have in my stash i need to downsize my collection because i i personally do not have much of a need for seconds and thirds for alpaca you know i daydreamed about making dryer balls and things like that but i just have such a vast quantity that i gotta find out how i'm gonna offload those and rehome it in a way that someone else can get use out of it because i certainly am not and it's just taking up space so it's going to be the year of fleece and it's going to be the year of spinning on the regular i'm pretty stoked about all of that so let's hope i can make all that come to fruition and i look forward to sharing all of that with you and it looks like that's just about all i got going on in updates so i guess it's time to get this podcast started in this episode of spin control i am all spun up about the fact that i can see so I've been struggling with my vision for probably the last few months and it just seemed to have been deteriorating. And as I age, my close vision is getting worse, developing astigmatism, but I'm getting all of that under control. One, I got new glasses, which is kind of awesome. Except I needed to get like a separate per readers for when I'm working on the computer because with a transitions lens like i have for everyday use uh yeah the close work on the computer was just not hacking it so i've got traditional readers for the computer with a nice blue filter on them which is awesome helps reduce eye strain and i've also discovered that for a lot of my crafting i need more light and i happen to get two new lights for Christmas. I got a light that clips onto a table, which will be great for using the circular sock machine because those tiny little stitches were not helping me reduce eye strain at all, especially in darker colored yarns. So that is resolved. And the boy also got me a neck light, which is kind of awesome when I am knitting on finer stitches by hand I can actually see them. <laughs> so I've improved my visibility with light, I got my glasses updated, and I'm super excited about all of that. And that's what's got me all spun up. And now it's on to spinning my wheels. I have been pretty busy and I've gotten quite a few things accomplished. Just this morning, I finished binding off the bottom of the Felix pullover again. So I did break down and go ahead and cut off the sewn bind off, re-knit. I added about four inches to the length of the sweater. And then the hem is two inches of one by one ribbing. And then it took me probably an hour this morning to do a tubular bind off, which is the sewn bind off, to get it completely finished. I have not blocked it, obviously, since I just finished it this morning, but I'm pleased. I'm glad I actually got brave and cut the bottom off of that sweater so that I, I, yeah, I just decided that it was useless to have this sweater that I didn't want to wear because it wasn't long enough when I had it within my control to actually be able to correct that. So I did. And I also cast on for the Pearl Coat Sweater by Isabel Kramer. turns out she was right about the gauge (laughs) so i actually ended up casting on with the smaller gauge needles because the final fabric actually was exactly what she said it would be on those size six needles so yeah i'm actually halfway done with the yoke and it's a pretty interesting knit like if it was just a sweater i think it would be super boring but the design has it's primarily stockinette stitch with scattering of garter stitch ridges like at your own pace at your own interval and it's really neat it definitely keeps it interesting and helps me see my progress you know how i feel about progress and i'm enjoying that knit and i really 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 like the oval balance yarn that i'm making it out of and i love the color of course you know me, my color scheme of black and gray, kind of my thing, that's okay. But I, I'm liking the sweater, I am enjoying the fabric that I'm tr- that it's turning out, and the intermittent purling is 100% keeping it interesting for me, and I'm liking it a lot, and I highly recommend it. I'm actually thinking about designing a sweater. I've probably talked about that before in the past, i have this sweater it's relatively plain i believe that it was purchased for me as a christmas gift from i think maybe old navy and i just love the way it fits and i love the overall style of this sweater and because it was probably 15 to 20 years ago i can't go get another one so i think i'm going to recreate this sweater or something very very similar and write it up. Why not, right? I really do love that sweater. And it's like aging enough that it's felting slightly and things like that. So, so yeah, I really want another one of those. And the most likely way for me to get one is to make one. So that's where I am with that. So I'm just thinking about it. I 100% love increases as design elements. So I've been playing around with some increases that I would use in a raglan sweater if I were to design one. So that's been a lot of fun. So we'll have to see how that goes and how it turns out and how I progress with that. All right, in spinning. So with family coming in, holidays, hosting all those people, I kind of fell short on spinning every day on the Gotland but I still have gotten quite a bit done. I am currently, as I record, spinning ounces 23 and 24. I have spun and plied three skeins that equate to 18 ounces of work, and I've got two more two-ounce singles on bobbins awaiting for me to Finish spinning these current two ounces and tomorrow I will ply them together. So that's coming along. I did not finish it by the end of the year, but that's okay. I'm not going to be hard on myself about it. I am still progressing. I haven't like given it up. And I will say that even though it's not recommended for consistency, tackling a project this big for me, breaking it down into those segments is really making this seem doable for me. So Like I said in the last episode, I am combing two ounces, spinning two ounces. Once I have done that three times, then I apply those three bobbins of singles together and start the process over again. So I've gotten 18 ounces complete. I haven't actually set the yarn yet. I might set it all at the same time, but I am spinning it in the two ounce chunks still and enjoying it. I actually need to pick A completely chill project for this coming weekend. Um, Me and a handful of the other spinners in my spinning knitting group will be headed to Salida, Colorado for rock day. We've done this most years since I've moved to Colorado. Sometimes we've day tripped it. We're actually, I think three of us are actually staying overnight in Salida. So that'll be a lot of fun. We're just getting an Airbnb and we're going to chill. And spin the whole weekend and that'll be a lot of fun and i'm really looking forward to it but i want a project that i can just maybe actually finish like in the whole weekend that'd be pretty cool so i think i'm just going to pick a beautiful braid or two and take those with me i'm gonna take my sidekick wheel with me and spin on that and yeah so that i mean is is gonna be pretty exciting and if i spin something super chill then I'll be able to have conversation and goof off and and not feel like I'm gonna mess anything up and don't have to super concentrate on it. So it'd be a lot of fun. Maybe I'll spin two braids and ply them together. Ooh, I don't know. So one of the things I told you I was doing to kind of improve my motivation was participating in Jillian Marino's 100 Day Stash Down. And for January, she has like some interesting goals on the little bingo card. And I might try to knock one or two of those squares on the bingo card out this coming weekend. And I think that's that'll be an easy way for me to pick what that chill project's gonna be. And I'm excited. What else have I been up to? Ugh, circular sock knitting. Okay, so I said I was going to knit two pair of socks. One for my brother and one for Itty Bay. And I don't know what I did but the socks were itty bitty, it was like the yarn did not want to be socks. It took me so many starts and stops to get those socks to go that I I almost gave up, but I didn't. <laughs> and itty bitty got a braided pair of hand knit, hand cranked socks for Christmas. And I did them inside out. Actually, what I did was I made the leg and the top of the foot two by two ribbing and then... I just knit the whole sock. Um, So, and under the foot and the heel and the toe are all flat knit. When you do that, because it's two by two ribbing, when you turn it inside out, the leg and the top of the foot are the same. The knits become pearls, the pearls become knits. But the pearl ridges that are normally on the inside of the foot of the sock are now on the outside, so the smoothness is on the inside of the sock because her big complaint about hand-knit socks was she didn't like the walking on rice feeling. However, I have not heard reports that she is dissatisfied with her inside-out socks. She wore them, like, all of Christmas Day and said that she liked them. Hopefully that was not just an obligatory thing because I'll make her future socks. If she does not like them, for rules, then no biggie. I will just knit socks for her buddy AA Ren. Well I should I should make her socks anyway. But uh, but yeah. But I won't torture her by giving her socks that she doesn't want to wear. But yeah, that that I I have no idea. I think it's because I did a multicolored uh, knit and it might have had the tension a little bit too tight, kept dropping stitches and it just it just made me insane. I think it literally took me four starts to get those socks to go. And but I did finish them. But I, I didn't think that yarn wanted to be socks. But they turned out adorable, and I think she likes them. And I will get a report back from her here in the near future. That's too funny. Well, that's all I got going on in spinning my wheels. And now it's on to spin a tail. And in this edition, let's talk about nothing. No, I don't literally mean not talking about anything at all. I mean nothing. Nothing is kind of everything to me. I have tried to explain this to the boy a couple of times. I love that where other people literally would be doing nothing, knitters, spinners, crocheters, other fiber crafters, fill that time with our craft. We could be sitting in front of the television doing nothing, but we're not. We're doing like everything, and that's my favorite, sitting in a line waiting, sitting by the fire at a campsite. We're not just sitting there doing nothing. We're filling the time with things that bring us joy. I feel like readers probably get the same amount of joy. I'm not a reader, by the way, but, but yeah, that nothing time that I can fill with my craft means everything to me. I believe it's one of the reasons I like camping so much. We go out, we take the camper, we park at someplace, enjoy the scenery, sit by the fire, and I knit and I spin and I fill that nothing time with the things that bring me joy. I told the boy that I wanted to do nothing and everything with him all the time. I am not a huge adventure person. I don't need to fill my time with action 24 seven. But give me some needles or a drop spindle, and I will take them with me and fill my time with joy and peace and just, I love nothing. (laughs) Having no obligations except for how I want to fill my time is the best thing ever. I can't get enough of it. I am so looking forward to seven-day weekends. Other people think about retirement and they have no idea what they will do with that time when they're not spending that time or wasting that time on someone else's obligations. But I know that me and my friends will always have something to do. I'm not going to have that problem. I know exactly how I'm going to spend retirement, doing more of nothing and filling that time with the crafts that bring me joy, more spinning, more knitting, it's, it's gonna be amazing. And that is why nothing is everything to me. Well, it looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. Thank you all for joining me and keeping up with all the stuff I've got going on and for being my source of motivation and my friends that I get to chat with on the regular. I will keep you posted on all of my knitting and spinning and uh, there the next episode will be either before or after I have surgery, depending on when that gets scheduled. Hopefully I will know by the end of this week when it's going to happen because I am 100 percent ready to breathe normally (laughs) and get back to my regular routine and to get rid of these headaches. They're killing me, man. But I will keep you posted on all of that and once i get back to my full swing and my normalcy it'll be awesome i cannot wait and i will be leading us out this week with a song called the working poor by horse feathers it's one of the songs on my joy playlist and that's because it brings me joy and as always you can get the details about this episode and all the past episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com you can email me at shiloh at foreverhandmade.com and catch me on Ravelry and Instagram as Forever Handmade. Thanks again, guys. I'll talk to you soon. We are young, we are weak, just as blank as we.